Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. The Simpsons. Yes, we are discussing all things things Simpsons. And I... You know what surprised me on this before before we start and I tell everybody everything about the Simpsons and the panel. I thought that every single person was so into the Simpsons. And then I went through and like, okay, I was trying to get the cast together, and 90% of our cast, like, I only watched like four seasons at the most. And then there's like, me. Huh? <laughs> I thought that everybody had seen every episode of The Simpsons, and that just it blows my mind. Well, I, I don't and know. And then what there's me. Oh, yes. I mean, you know, pandemic Simpsons. We got things going on too. So, I mean, I have seen every episode, but how many <laughs> am I going to remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll get into all that in a minute. Yeah. I'm Dub. I'm here with Courtney. I'm here with Tyler. And we're here with Todd. How is everybody doing? Excellent. It has Thank been a I want to long... do the Bartman. Who doesn't want to do the Bartman? It has been so long since we've done a conversational episode, and I really miss it that we're I mean, we're still kind of talking about a thing, but yeah, absolutely diddly, um, which is Ned Flanders for cussing. Ned Flanderino. Are you getting a part? Yeah. Um, let's see where was where we're going with this. Okay, this episode is brought to you by Yellow Paint and being able to be young forever. First off, question: Do you guys think they should let them grow up, or do no. you think that? Okay, this is kind of a multifaceted <laughs> one. Do you think they should let them grow up? And if not, should they stick to one story instead of the, they keep changing it? Because this Marge and and, uh, and Homer were like married in like the 70s and then the 80s and then they were in grunge when they met. Do you wish they'd stick to one story or? That's kind of the magic of The Simpsons is that yeah. every, no changes ages and they can do whatever the hell they want with the stories yeah exactly. episodes i mean lisa was president uh bart was <laughs> a total scumbag adult. always <laughs> <laughs> so i mean they do have episodes where they have grown older uh, mm-hmm. but you know the main thrust of the entire show is that time never really affects any of them yeah Am I the only one that hates it when they do the the growing up episodes? Huh. Probably. <laughs> no, it's just I don't. I it, if, I feel like it takes the magic away because it's like it. It's like I, it's like reading a comic and knowing that character's gonna die, and then okay, well let's then now let's keep watching his journey. Yes, he's gonna. Yes, that character's eventually gonna die, but you don't want to think about it before it hits it. But at the yeah. rate of thing, they're gonna die in like. 800 years of <laughs> right <laughs> right i mean bart's still 10 years old 35 years later it takes a little of the magic away from me you know the grown-up thing yeah it just, does I, I rarely find them as funny the characters that they do age up um yeah when they did maggie as president or lisa as president that one was pretty good but other than that yeah. i really i really it loses the magic for me a little yeah. So tell me something. Why is The Simpsons such a cultural landmark? You can't say there's a show that means more to more generations or to as many generations as The Simpsons. Uh, before this, the lo- the only um, primetime cartoon was The Flintstones, and that was a cultural landmark. But The Simpsons took it to mm-hmm. a different level. Why is it so important to so many people? Let's start with you, Courtney. Um. Well, I mean, in my case, like I grew up with it, you mm-hmm. know, we grew up watching it. And I mean, when it first came out, everybody has to remember this was before things like Bob's Burgers and Archer and South the Park. Family Guy. So it, it, yeah, South Park, when it first came out, it really kind of pushed the limit of what you would expect cartoon characters to say and do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were this just massively dysfunctional family that, that loved each other, but I mean, like, there's not a single episode where Homer doesn't strangle the crap out of Bart at least once. Right. I mean, <laughs> and then there's poor Marge, you know. I mean, there's so you know, they were they were such a dysfunctional nuclear family, and they were in cartoon form, which 
before they burst on the scene in Tracy Ullman, nobody had really seen anything like that. I mean, as yeah. dysfunctional as the Flintstones were, they were still pretty PG uh, nuclear family. They were comparison. the animated married with the children. They came yeah, out at the same time. That's exactly what the, the Simpsons were. And I think that's what kind of appealed to people because it was like here all of a sudden there was this, at the time, kind of raunchy cartoon. Yeah. That was kid geared, but also adult geared. So I think that's why it it was so successful. Yeah. What about you, Todd? Well, why do you think it's it's just sticks around like it does? Social commentary. They made mm-hmm. fun of what was happening in uh, uh, the nuclear family. Nuclear, not nuclear. Damn it, Nucle- nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. Um, no, no, it, it was <laughs> a husband, a wife, and two point three kids. It's the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The you know Bart is just an a hole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Maggie's the baby. And yeah. you know, Homer's the idiot dad who has the job that supports him, and Marge is the glue that keeps them all together. It's an absolute commentary mm-hmm. on the nuclear family. Okay. What about you, mm-hmm. Tyler? Why do you think? Um, I think all the points are valid. Um, you know, it's they they're one, they're a working class family, and they managed to make you not feel so bad about your own sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, um, mm-hmm. but also you can pick out similarities too the whole time. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Matt Groening modeled it after his own family. Um, Yikes. You know, his brothers, sisters, all that. You know, the, some of the names are similar, but, you know, Bart is the only one that he really changed up and just made it a, you know, um, you know jumbled up word for Brett. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the social commentary, I think, is why culturally it just took off. And I mean, they could poke fun at whatever was going on in daily life, and it wouldn't be tasteless. But if you had thin skin, you might get offended. Um, you know, they just they knew how to get it just yeah. to that that limit, and then pull back. And meanwhile, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon yeah. doing this the whole time. You know, prime you, time cartoon. You just made a fantastic point, man. Um, it was also generated before the current I'm going to be offended about everything cancel culture thing. If they had launched The Simpsons right now, oh, it wouldn't make it. It would die a flaming, horrible, painful death. But because it was when it was, which was what, the 89? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 80s, yeah. Eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. So well, now, and I mean, yeah. they've also, they've also, the people talk about it all the time is like the Simpsons predicted things. Oh my God. Like oh, something will be in an episode and like um, three, four years later, there it is. Every war we've and had so, in the last 50 years. Yeah. I so, think. I mean, it's, it's pretty freaking amazing when you Kurt think Cobain, about it. Everything. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, now here's, here's my question wow. with them with how they, you know, really skirted the line and all that, they really did make a place for the South Parks and everything else. We wouldn't have that without the Simpsons. We wouldn't have Family Guy. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have South However, Park without the Simpsons. Now, Simpsons is now the tame one. Now, mm-hmm. we don't talk about religion on the show, but I think this is very important to say. Churches originally felt like the Simpsons was blasphemy, and you would... In 1989 to 1992 or 93, you could not hear a church that would not like say how evil the Simpsons are. Now, it, they literally use the Simpsons as like um, references and sermons as good things. They use uh, they yeah. use they use Ned mm-hmm. they use uh, Ned as an example of what, it, of what it means to be a good Christian. I think it's really <laughs> interesting how fast things have changed. Uh, so, so is what I'm saying is the Simpsons are single-handedly responsible for the downfall of Western civilization. Hey, that'll be a wrap. Got to put the blame somewhere. No, but nobody's buying that one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're absolutely right, man. My mom wouldn't even let me watch that. It would just, mm-hmm. you know, this family, this cartoon family. You can't, you can't listen to what they're saying. You know, this little boy, you're gonna mimic what he's doing. You know. 
video yeah. games cause violence. You know, it just avoided it. Meanwhile, my parents are, hey, the Simpsons on. <laughs> now, okay, so somebody said something earlier that Bart's a butthole. He is a butthole. Is he? He, he is a butthole. He's a spoiled butthole, but know. he's an endearing butthole. His name's an anagram <laughs> for Brad. For Brad. No, I get that. <laughs> and the first season, he was a little bit more, but there was a lot of love there, I, I'd want to say. But as it went on, he's I don't en- think... He's an endearing butthole. Like, yeah. he's he's a Dennis the Menace that's not annoying and that yes. you want to bury in the backyard. Or, uh-huh. No, I think... I, this- I hate Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Evidently, <laughs> now I th- I think I, hate Simpsons, that punk. <laughs> I think the Simpsons movie did more to address the psychology of Bart than anything. With when he went and and just kind of wanted to be with Flanders because he was like, oh wow, yeah. your hands they feel so soft because they're not choking you. That whole and you know it, when Homer just laughs at him because he he was naked, and Ned covered him up, and that was like the epitome of. So it's, I think it's Homer's, they really did blame the parent on that. And I think that it was right. All the phone co- calls to Moe's. <laughs> Those are hilarious. <laughs> a- <laughs> Probably another reason my parents didn't want me watching that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was before a caller ID showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of screwed us all over on those. So who is your favorite yep. character and why? Let's start with Tyler on this one. Um, it's Homer. Really? Uh, it, Why? It, it, it's a really hard choice because uh, all the characters <laughs> in this, I mean, I was just going through the Rolodex there. Like, Man, who do I pick? Because you just love them all for all their little quirks and everything. Homer, I always come back to him because he's just, obviously, you know, he's dumb. He just, there's not a brain cell in his head. But the whole time, you can just tell that everything he's doing is genuine. He loves his family, and it really comes through. Yeah. You know, and everything he does, it's just he's doing it for his family. He's doing it out of love for his family. Majority of the time, I mean, obviously, some he's not the hardest are, worker in the world, but he that. tries. Yeah, right. And even when he's like, you know, I gotta get up, I gotta go to my job. Every time he screws up, he he doesn't like mope and this and that. Most of the time, he just pushes through it. Probably because he doesn't know any better. But. Well, that yeah, like that, um, and I want to just call up an episode uh-huh. when um, they had the he was getting ridden at work really hard, and then I forgot what it was that you're here forever or something. He rearranged the letters, says do it for her. He put yeah, Maggie, he put pictures, pictures of Maggie so that yeah. the letters wrote yeah, yeah. because and, and he had to go that. back to work. He yeah. had to go back to work at the the plant right. because Maggie was being born, and he had to pay for it he wanted to be a pin jockey yeah <laughs> and that's, a that's i mean a lot of times you just see where the big dumb glute with a giant heart comes through as much as he's choking bark you know i think the movie also really highlighted that you know him and bark's terrible relationship and then they finally they they, they came to that point you know where they, they yeah. were saving everybody and uh you know it was just it was just pure love coming from the big dumb guy you know, yeah. you can really see you it. You want to try right now. I'm serious. <laughs> it's just, you know, every every episode at least ends with him making up and hugging Marge or making up with the kids and hugging them. Yeah. You know, super, mm-hmm. super lovey-dovey. Meanwhile, we just had a half hour worth of just ridiculousness because he doesn't have a thought in his head. You know? Yeah. So it's super entertaining. I mean, it's lucky he was able to do that good with his father. Yeah, I mean, his father was dirtbag, too. I mean, we could do a psychology of The Simpsons, too. I mean, because, I mean, wow. What about you, Todd? Your favorite character and why? Funny you should bring that up after what you just said, because it's a tie. But it's tied between Grandpa. (laughs) Because he had a really storied life. Yeah. But now he's just, quite frankly, he's just a dried up old turd. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you relate, I see. Yeah, and, and he's ah. kind of do. Uh, as far as life goes, I mean, not sexually, but life, he's just an impotent old codger that just, life is passing by. Now, screaming at the clouds. Yeah. He is tied. And it was a close race with Barney. Oh, that's, I didn't think anybody would say that, but that is, 
Yeah. Barney's dumber than Homer. And he doesn't have as big a heart as Homer. But my God, those belches. Uh. <laughs> well, let, let's hit Barney just for a second. Because Barney was actually is actually smarter than Homer. He's probably one of the smartest people in the show. But then Homer had him discover a beer. Because that alcoholic gene, again, psychology of the Simpsons, his hair overrode was, everything. Hair was perfect. Mm-hmm. Shaven kid in college. And then Homer gave him a beer. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I mean, as much as they stay away from any kind of um, lessons, you know, moral lessons on The Simpsons, that was one of them. And that was, you know, be careful what you're getting into because it can affect your life. And I thought that was that that's something that stuck with me is I don't know what year that one came out. Probably I was in the Navy at that point. So I. Yeah. Um, but de- it definitely kind of hit my brain as. Wow. So. He could have had this wonderful life if only he would have made one different choice. But also, you might notice that Barney is always in the mix. He's always where stuff is happening. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing in the world is when he's like, oh, where's that sense of power and importance? <laughs> oh, there it is. When he had the gun in his hand. <laughs> he's just a great character. Now... I I may have missed it. Is he still off the wagon? Because he went to yeah. cappuccino. Is he still off the wagon? Yeah. Okay, so he developed the caffeine addiction. I literally now. just watched an episode from season all- 31, and he's still drinking. So. <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Courtney? I like Miss Krabappel. She's not on anymore because Aww. the actress who voiced her is no longer on there. But I always like, yes, yeah, she passed away. But I like to miss Kerbobble because she's just horrible. <laughs> no, I mean she's 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 a good person, but she has just had enough. <laughs> like she's had enough. She's just oh, yeah. freaking had enough. She's done. And I mean, in the later <laughs> seasons, you know, she ends up she ends up with a with a man who loves her. I loved that. Yeah. And has a good life. Um, and so, (laughs) right. For a minute. But yeah, I mean that, but like, and she's just, she's just played like, (sighs) these people make me crazy. And, (laughs) and I relate to that a lot of times. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's just she's just had enough but, but i'll tell <laughs> you what really like that everybody had that teacher at one point in their life right miss miss crab apple was somebody miss crab apple miss crab apple how did we miss that <laughs> yeah. yeah okay so my my favorites are i have two of them and they're both side characters i have a a love for nelson Muntz. Uh-huh. <laughs> Talk about getting dealt. Getting (laughs) dealt the worst hand you could possibly be be dealt. Oh, heartbreaking! My dad went to go get cigarettes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's it's it's really heartbreaking, and he hurts because or he hits people because he hurts, and it really I don't know. There's some I just have a love for that character for whatever reason. Also, Lisa's first kiss. Yep. Mm -hmm. Maybe this will shut her up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my other favorite is one C Montgomery Burns. Layered, yeah. evil, nothing redeeming, scumbucket, piece of garbage. You when he's on screen, you cannot stop watching. I love the fact that he makes no references to anything past like 1885. <laughs> like I love yeah. that. Like he'll yeah. come out and he'll, you know, and he'll They'll just have him talk about, you know, a gyroscope. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's so old. It's just, I just love it. <laughs> I think Dub has this deep abiding desire to actually release towns on people. Oh, <laughs> release the towns. <laughs> and poor Smithers. Oh, my God. oh, why? Okay, can we ask that question? With why Smithers? Smithers is a decent looking fella. Why does he have the obsession with Monty Burns, is that like because he you cannot, he liked the December you, April thing? You don't get to choose who you love, Dub. It just happens. Uh, <laughs> that 
Power. It Smithers, never bothered Smithers me growing up. That bothered me that he's after the old man. It's like, ew. Smithers actually had a boyfriend at one point always in time. Felt, always felt icky. Who looked like a Ken doll. <laughs> Come oh, on, Jeff. You know, his Our true love is Mr. Burns. Or sexy. <laughs> but while, while we're on it, uh, Smithers, originally black. Yeah. On the, on the first episode, and then they... Well, he was kind of purple. <laughs> but then yeah, he yeah. was... Then they miscolored him the next one, and they said, I'll just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that one works. Okay, so now we have a special quiz from Kimberly. So take it away. I am Kimberly, and I am Tyler's wife, and I'm going to give you a quiz on the Simpsons. What is Homer Simpson's middle name? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, no, no, no. We're going to do these in order. And we just, just behind the scenes, we wrote these down first. So, uh, yeah, nobody cheats because you heard the answer from somebody else. Let's start with who I don't think knows it, and that is uh, Courtney. I don't. I know his middle initial is J, but that's you, all I know. You have to you have to say the name and spell it um, because Todd's out to pop. Tyler, what, what's what's your answer? Sir? <laughs> <laughs> I do believe it's J, and is it J A Y? Very oh. good. God, really? Yep. Oh, I feel stupid. Right <laughs> okay, Todd, what what is your answer? J. Yep. Spell it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I, sure. I already gave it away. Spell it other than J A Y. There you and go. Okay, now let's move on to question two. Episode of The Simpsons. Homer loses his whole paycheck to a bad bet. What does he bring home for Christmas? Oh, that's a good one. Todd, what is your answer for this? I like to give it to whoever I think is not going to know the answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have no GD ideas. Wow, that is so far off. Okay. <laughs> Courtney. At least I'm honest. Yes, you are. Santa's little helper. Santa's little helper. Tyler. Oh, the dogs. Yeah. Yep. Santa's little helper. Nice one. Nice. <laughs> so we uh wow, Tyler, you are in first place with two. Everyone else is I'm gonna on kick my booty, one. I can tell. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Throughout the entire show, Bart is terrorized by a psychopath. Who is that psychopath? Okay, uh let's start with you this time, Tyler. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Sideshow Bob. Very good. Should I make you guys like ask who who's voiced him too, just because it's more interesting? Nah. Sure. Kelsey. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. So everyone knows this one all around, yeah. I'm guessing. Okay. Okay. What? So when Sideshow Bob gets kicked off, he's replaced by Sideshow Mel. Yep, which ah, uh, yeah. That was such a good storyline. And that is actually one of my his, one of his stories is what makes my top five list, by the way, just FYI. Oh. Okay, let's go on to the next one, Kimberly. Who provided the voice for Poochie and Itchy and Scratchy in Poochie Show? Okay, let's, uh, Courtney, who's the voice of Poochie? Homer. Very good. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh, some people got it wrong. Todd. Actually, it was Dan Castellana. <laughs> I'll give it Same to you. <laughs> I'll give it to you. And Tyler. Um... Wife's gonna hate that I don't really. I gotta take a guess. Was it Dub's bare nipple on Marco Polo? And with that, we just tied the game. (laughs) Okay, Kimberly, take it away. What did Homer smuggle on board of the spaceship when he went to space? (laughs) Okay, let's start with Todd on this one. Well, this is a little dicey because there was <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, uh, he smuggled on crackers, which when they hit zero degree, all the uh, zero G, all the crumbs went everywhere. But mm-hmm. what he intentionally bring on were the ants. And when one of the ants went like that to the the camera, the news guy was like, and I'd like to welcome our ant overlords. Ant overlords. <laughs> So now, now I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong. We're going to wait till Kimberly comes on. Courtney, what is your answer on this one? Potato chips. 
Very good. <laughs> Tyler. A bag of chips. Bad. All that and a bag of chips. Do I get half for the ants? <laughs> I think you should get half a point for ants because I didn't remember the ants. Uh, it's close. <laughs> okay. So, and let's get to our next question. Take it away, Kimberly. What is the name of this Ned Flanders store at the mall? Okay. Uh, let's start with Tyler on this one. Uh, is it uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to let Kimberly answer like at the that. end. That was pretty good, though. That is yeah, good. For creativity on that. <laughs> what about you, Todd? What, what's your guess on this one? Oh, I, I know what it is. It's uh, what left leftorium, I believe it is. It is. Oh man! Now that you say it, <laughs> I know, right? It's like uh, Courtney. That was my guess when I wasn't sure if I was going to be right. It was the leftorium. leftorium. <laughs> I thought that was way too easy to be correct. Yeah. I'm just being the dog. That one. I, I just a quick story, real quick. That. That I don't know why that that store just means so much to me. I'm left-handed, and that was like the first time I ever saw anything left-handed talked about on TV. It was, I I don't know. I was younger, and it was like oh, they do care about me. Okay, they don't really. So, yeah, shut nope. your dirty mouth right now. <laughs> now we're done. We're done. Keep done. putting YouTube together on these shows. Great! You okay. know this is what happens. <laughs> Can't really give us our last one. What is the name of the beverage that Homer created? Okay, so um, let's start with you, Courtney. It's the flaming Homer, which becomes the flaming mode. Very good. Oh, Todd. It is the flaming Homer made with cough syrup, and Mo stole the idea, renamed it, and it became a huge hit. I think it was purple drink, uh, Tyler. <laughs> uh, purple drink. Uh, no, it's the flaming Homer. Okay. The flaming Homer. That that show. You know what? I always wanted to give Mo a chance until that episode. I've hated him ever since. I Complete like the fact douche. that they. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but then they did that really cool Homer's, the Phantom of the Opera, and the rafters of the bar thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, I, I, I like I they tell the backstory. You have good looking Mo. <laughs> He's very handsome. All right. <laughs> well, Kimberly, thank you very much. And um Yay, oh, the winner is Courtney. Yay! Yeah. You win Tyler's um, undying respect. That's what go. you get. We've got this a my... for a week. We got a bunch of full-colored pictures of Tyler and Dub with their shirts off for you. Seen them? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna have so many questions about what goes on behind the scenes of the right. show. And you I know swear. what? You just live in those moments, listeners. We'll tell you one day, but today's not that day. <laughs> okay, so Thanks. now comes kind of the depressing part of the show. Because this this is when we have to be really honest with ourselves and ask us ask ourselves a question that none of us can deny happens. When did you lose? When did the show lose its magic for you? Um, start with you, Tyler. Uh, honestly, it's probably it had to be after. Sometime after probably the 14th, 15th season. Um, okay. Just started, you know, life, man. Life yeah. started going on. And just, it wasn't enough to just keep me like, oh, I gotta watch this, you know. Um, I've been watching it for, geez, years up until that point. So, uh, yeah, and I, you know, I go back to it. And I don't think, you know, especially in quarantine, we watched a lot of it. Quarantine, yeah. Like a lot of people may have. I don't really think they've lost any of their touch for me. The material and their angle is kind of different, the way they approach things, you know, the way they bring it to you. But, you know, the, the timing is all still there and everything for me. Um, you know, a lot of the issues they touch on, you know, I still, I still find it all hilarious. It's just, yeah. 
you know, life got in the way and it just wasn't enough to keep me there. Okay, that's fair. What about you, Todd? Well, <clears throat> it's kind of an interesting thing because, I mean, I was watching the Tracy Ullman show back in the day mm-hmm. and I was there for the first episode and, man, it was, I was just like, my God, this is brilliant. Wow. And I watched for a while and I watched for a while. And, I mean, even in 1992, when my dad retired and he was 62 years old, and my d- mom got him a black shirt and it had Bart's face on it with a uh, speech bubble and it says, don't have a cow, man. And it became my dad's. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, 62 years old and it's his favorite freaking shirt anyways we watched it as a family for years and years but i can tell you the exact date that i i kind of it kind of lost favor with me that would be august 13th of 1997 Hmm. why is that south park that was like the simpsons on acid it was uh it was so much more hard-hitting and unafraid, and The Simpsons just kind of paled by comparisons. Don't get me wrong. Uh, at any given time, if I see that there's a Simpsons thing going on, or for God's sakes, one of their Halloween specials, <laughs> I'm in front of the tube. I'll watch it. I still do love the show. They've had their ups and downs, but uh, they're good. I mean, but let's be serious. The, the writing is terrific. And you, I can't get enough of, oh! <laughs> yeah, ever. So, yeah, I, I'll still watch them at any time, but they got a little tame for my tastes. That's about it. Well, you know, I want to counterpoint that. I don't know if they got any tamer, but the society got edgier. I can I can deal with that. And, and I mean, South Park is whew. so far over the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a staunch believer in inappropriateness. And so, yeah. Courtney, what about you? I don't really remember when I stopped watching it consistently, to be honest. It was probably about the same as when Todd and and Tyler stopped. Um, But I will say that when we all got locked down and I discovered that all the episodes were on Disney+, Plus. Mm-hmm. I started at the beginning again and I watched them and, and I'm up to season 31 now. Um, and I've, I will admit now that I've gone back and I've started to rewatch and everything, it's still as good as it was yeah. when it first came out. I mean, it is pretty consistent for all of it. And you would think after th- it's like a 33 now series season 33 or 34 Felt or something. Like Ridiculous. And like, I know it's up to 30 season 32 on Disney plus. Yes. There's the odd, bad, not great episode, but it, it is surprisingly consistent in how good it is and relevant. Know, over all that time. Yeah. And over all that time. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm up to season 31 now in this, this quarantine pandemic it's on Disney plus rewatch. Yeah. And I hadn't seen I hadn't seen a lot of the episodes because like everybody else, I kind of petered off. It wasn't South Park for me. It was Family Guy that (laughs) that kind of usurped the Simpsons, which is just as dirty. 33 years ago, what were you doing? I was 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was 10 years old. So, but yeah, I mean, it's still... I was Bart Simpson 33 years ago, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know when I stopped watching really, but it's probably around the same time that, that Todd and Tyler did consistently probably about 14 season 14 or 15. You know, it, it strikes me that I lasted a lot longer than all y'all, but I remember the day that I stopped. Well, I was in the Navy for a while, so that doesn't count. I was, you know, (laughs) I was gone for months at a time, but when I stopped like being excited to turn it on every week was the first time they advertised the Simpsons movie. And I, in my head, I'm like, okay, well this is it. And I stopped being excited and I never, it ever since that point, it's never, it feels like something that I watch and I enjoy, but I don't care anymore. And it was that, 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 that movie, I felt like 
which kind of kind of lead me to my next question. I feel like that's the point they should have killed the sh- killed the show. I think that was I think that's a good point to go out. Yes, it's consistent. It's not reaching a new generation of fans. A new generation of fans doesn't care about The Simpsons. Correct, because and, they much higher bar yeah. stuff like South Park. Yeah, and and they may have it may be just as good, but I think it's time to pull the plug. Do y'all feel that way, or am I on my own island, Tyler? I personally would just love to see just how far they can take it. Because at this point, after the movie and after you know a lot of us petered off, you know, it seems to be around the same time a lot of people did. And then they start coming back. And though it's consistent, it doesn't seem to matter as much to people. So just keep it going. Just keep going, you know. That's fair. I wouldn't bother me none. Um, but I would fully understand if around the time they release the movie or maybe just a hair after that or they, they went ahead and you know, tied up some loose ends from the movie and just that was it. You know, I would fully understand if they did that too because oh, it's been on for so long. Yeah. There's one thing they haven't done yet and we'll get to that in a second. Todd, what about you? Do you think they should pull the plug or is there a point they should have? Tyler makes a very good point. If there's still money to be made, they'll make it which is going to be the marketing decision as to whether to pull the plug or not. And I mean, what the hell? Let's, let's see if a cartoon can go 50 seasons. Right. <laughs> Holy smoke. <laughs> that makes me feel sad. And the kids are still 10. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that being said, uh, yeah, they, they probably should have, plucked that daffodil at about 20 years or after the movie, whichever came first. Personal opinion. Um, I think it's now become the longest running television show yes. in television history. I think it was yes. Gunsmoke for the longest time. Or- it, it was, no, it still is Meet the Press because that's been on since the beginning of TV. That doesn't, I'm uh, not talking about that. We're talking about entertainment, not, not okay, meet the press enough. is considered news. Cause you could say the same thing about, yeah, you could say the same thing about like the ABC nightly news. Cause it's been on for as long too. So, um, a television show, I think is what the basis of what it is. I mean, it used to be like either gun smoke or that was on forever. The one well, with the Ponderosa. Yeah. That's um, they- Oh, uh, they own a couple of records. The first, of course, yeah. is uh, cartoons. The second is a uh, uh, primetime comedic show. I mean, yeah. geez, 33 years is a long time to do anything. Yeah. If, if they can keep their cast from dying in real life, go. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the thing is, is I, I think, I mean, it, it, ha- it has to be pulling the numbers. Yeah. You know, so there have to be people that are watching it, whether they're watching it consistently or not. I don't know, but obviously there's still, there's still a market for it and there's still people watching it because, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's making money. Like Back. Disney wouldn't, wouldn't be dumping money in it dollars, and, yeah. and Fox would not, Fox would not be renewing it for a bazillion gazillion Fox would not seasons exist without the simpsons exactly <laughs> and i mean they're they're renewing it so i mean obviously there's we're still- not we're right. not watching it consistently but there's obviously people that are out there watching it consistently enough to the point that fox keeps renewing it and they keep making more seasons of it so i mean i don't know i mean i don't know when they should end it i mean and like i said it now that i'm doing the rewatch it is still consistently a good show. Good it's show. not like it's a crappy show and they should have ended it 20 years ago because it was crappy. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. has it been on for too long? The Probably. Pa- the passion's definitely gone. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> still a good show. It's still an enjoyable show. It's still a funny show. So, I mean, it's there. still a consistently good show, but I mean, yeah, should it have probably been kibbutz a couple show- years? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So here's 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 my idea to tell. <laughs> on how to get the magic back, and y'all can agree or <laughs> throw me your ideas. This I think would bring the magic back. You want to keep making money. You want to keep having shows. Give us an hour episode once a month. That way you're gonna work tr- as an hour. 
because you can have your tree houses of horror. A tree house of horror, you can do that as an hour episode. Or just give us the holiday episodes. Give us a give us an hour long Christmas, an hour long or a two hour long uh, tree house like of a, horror. Maybe like a Friday night thing. Yeah. Hey Dub. Hmm. Disney has experience with having a one hour show in primetime on Sunday nights. The wonder Disney, they yeah. own it. They could make room for it. Yeah, but it doesn't fit. Yeah, and it's on Fox. Yeah. It's not on ABC. The Wonderful World of Disney was on ABC. <laughs> and they're not gonna let that switch around. Yeah. I mean <laughs> that's the thing, is like there's all that baloney. <laughs> but I loved the wonderful World of Disney side note. <laughs> With the speaker bell. Yeah. Okay, those so terrible movies in the eighties and nineties; those were the best, man. <laughs> let's move on to our main event. Now it's time for the main event. Okay, so for our main event today, we asked, "What are your top five favorite episodes of The Simpsons?" Um, yeah, I do mine last. So let's start with Tyler. What is your number five? Number top five five favorites. Okay. And my list, no particular order. Fair enough. Um, the Treehouse of Horrors episode. The first one. The first one. With the Raven. The Raven. The first time we meet Kodos and Kang. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Oh, wow. I just, it's a classic. You know, as far as <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know, it, it it's a classic. Um, Good call. It, oddly oh, enough, it's that was the first one time they aired it was in the second season. But uh, for whatever reason, it just became an instant classic. I mean, who doesn't know Treehouse of Horror when you think yeah. of any kind of cartoon? You know, Treehouse of Horror. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. well, English was- teachers were using the Raven section in their classrooms. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But it truly yeah. was the best, I think, out of every TV show in the world, the best holiday special Absolutely. that you can get Christmas or whatever that the, the Treehouse of Horror is the best. And consistently and good. Extravaganza. Oh, my God. The ratings they got every year for that show. Were just That's the one people are still excited about every year. People yeah. look forward to the mm-hmm. Treehouse of Horror. It became an event. Yeah. Okay. Todd, what's your number five, sir? Funny enough, all of the Treehouse of Terror episodes. I love it. Uh, every single one of them is as as good, if not better, than the last and the one that that follows. It, you just can't get away from the fact it it was a marvelous idea. It paid off in spades for them, and honestly, it's still going on. If I hear they're going to mm-hmm. have I'll find one of my buddies who hasn't cut his cable and I'll go to his damn house and watch it. I mean, come on. (laughs) Courtney, what is your number five? Bart the murderer. That's the one where he ends up being the bartender for the mob. And then they try to pin everything. My favorite part is when he walks in and into the kitchen in a three piece suit and he looks at Marge and goes, give me three fingers of milk, ma. Right. (laughs) It's so funny, and then they like try to blame everything. They try to blame everything on him because they, you know, Skinner's missing, and they think he's killed. He's been murdered, and you know, Bart put the hit out. Yeah, it's so good. And Bart plays Bart. Yes. Okay, so so my my number Tony. (laughs) No, Joe Montana in that role is oh my gosh. Wait, they keep bringing him back. Everybody loves Fat Tony. Yeah. So my number five, Mr. Plow. That's my name. My name again is Mr. Plow. It's Mr. Plow. I I don't know what it is about that one, but that one always just speaks to me. I mean, I love the the fact that he gets his mojo back with Marge because he's wearing no leave the jacket on, homie. I mean, oh my gosh, how horrifying is that thought? And it's like I can't get it up. One, go ahead, Courtney. Side note, I just watched an episode that they did in the season 31 um, where 
it's one of those ones where they they take place in a different time period and he takes place in ancient Rome and Homer's a gladiator and his nickname is Mr. Plow. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that, that jacket makes several appearances throughout the years. It's been a yard gladi- sale. He's not even wearing the jacket. They just call him the gladiator's nickname is Mr. Plow because he was an ox. <laughs> Do you know how many... Uh, applications for licenses for businesses called Mr. Plow that were put in in the United States after that episode? It's in the hundreds. And then then Linda Ronstadt coming in and doing Barney's Plow King theme song. That was hilarious. (laughs) So funny. And Barney's in the mix. (laughs) Okay. So we're moving on to our number four. And Tyler, what is your number four, sir? Um, that would be the murder mystery of who shot Mr. Burns. Two parter. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think I I'm thought, the only one that hated those episodes. I. Now it's, I right. it's a it's a one time watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know, so full of holes. Over with. So oh, yeah. full of holes. Come but on. When, when I was who doesn't that, love a little baby girl with a gun? Yeah, even even adults that didn't really like the show, if they were around and the kids were watching, it's like, oh, well, now. My dad. We had a murder mystery would, on a stupid cartoon. Yeah. My dad, who was not a Simpsons guy, watched that episode with us and would argue with it. And he's a lawyer, so he's really good at arguing. Oh. Would argue about who he thought killed Mr. Burns. Yeah, we all did. We had, <laughs> and and well, we had to wait. And the way they wrote it. Was, could have been anybody. No, well, yeah, they wrote it so that any, it could have been any person in the town. So, mm-hmm. I yeah, I wanted to like that one. I really do. I loved it. I, I think the first time I watched it, I wasn't paying enough attention. So, therefore, on subsequent watches, I'm like... And, Courtney, wasn't it written like one of your favorite things in the world, a pulp novel? Yep. Well, Definitely I mean, was. you had... You had Mr. Burns trying to block out the sun. The sun. <laughs> and there's there's like an there's the, that great line where Mr. Burns is like Smithard had previously thwarted my endeavors to take candy from a baby. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to wallow in my own cropulence. Like come twirling on. that mustache. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh Todd, I think it's your turn. Oh, for the number four? Yes. 24 Minutes is the name of the episode. Uh, it was the, good grief, 18th season, 21st episode, and it had a counter-truancy unit headed by Lisa, of course. Yeah. And they had 24 mm-hmm. minutes based on the show, 24 hours, and they had 24 minutes to stop a stink bomb from going off at Springfield Elementary. And it actually had Kiefer Sutherland and and what's her name? Uh, uh, Mary Lynn Ricegub, who played Chloe O'Brien on 24 Hours. Both of them had their voices on the show. It was hysterical. And it was a deep, 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 deep. And you know, we did, I can't believe we didn't hit all the cameos. Freaking Michael Jackson appeared. Oh, yeah. What but he wasn't want? allowed to be he wasn't allowed to be credited as Michael Jackson, but it was I him. Know. It was silliness. Lisa, it's your birthday. Sorry. <laughs> Courtney, what is your number four? Not that episode, but that's a good one. Um that Dairy Queen. Remind me. Dairy Queen. That is the one that they did in homage to Marcia Wallace after she passed away. So it's an all Mrs. Krabappel episode. Um, mm. she's not in it, but they all talk, they, you know, they find Bart finds her diary it in was a bunch of books. It yeah, it's a really it's a beautiful episode, and like it ends with Ned, who she was married to by this point, um, talking about her being his best second wife, and it it was just it was a beautiful homage. It was her. a beautiful eulogy. And yeah, it was great. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, The Simpsons, that's one thing they always get right. When they want to pay some tribute, yeah. they do. Yeah, and even cool. like in the beginning when Bart's writing on the chalkboard, which he does, you know, it's different. It says, we miss you, Mrs. K. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, it's just a beautiful homage to her, the whole episode. 
Yeah. I'm just sad now. Okay. So That's okay. Well, <laughs> the next episodes will pump you up, I'm sure. So my number four is the Cape Fear episode when <laughs> it's the exact knockoff of Cape Fear with Robert De Niro. Oh, Sideshow Bob being as evil as the most evil he will ever be on the show. He could never be more evil than he was in that episode. Die, Bart, you know, and doing the the jail time. Stepping oh my god. Oh, it doesn't say die bart. Oh die. the rakes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, stepping on rakes, which becomes like a running gag for him. Yeah, that that got to be a that's that was a trademark after that episode. Watching when he did the belt thing on the uh, on the dry on the on the on the uh, shaft of the car, started banging his head on every uh, every rock. <laughs> going up, we're going through potholes. It's fantastic. So okay, funny. I just yeah, Tyler, number so three, funny. please make it a one that's going to pump us up. All right, Art of Darkness. Do we have a pool deck? We have a pool deck. It was oh. when they got the pool. Bart broke his leg. Mm-hmm. And if not, the whole first half of the episode wasn't good enough. Then it turned into a murder rear view. As yeah, it was thought. a whole. It was Flanders a whole play on rear rear window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hitchcock uh, would have been proud of that one. Indeed, it was they, good. I, I think is, he would have taken pride in that. It's so good. Oh yeah, it was such <laughs> so a good, good episode. I mean, it, it almost it feels like two different episodes when you watch it. Yeah, the whole thing with mm-hmm. the pool in the summertime and everything, and then it turns into the you know, yeah. Andrew killed his wife. And, and I'd say we we've seen that a hundred times on TV, and I think that was the best one that's that was done. Maybe not next to the original, but fair enough. We, I, we've seen it a million times on TV on sitcoms. They just did that one right because mm-hmm. the Simpsons always do stuff right. I'm going to go watch more Simpsons now. Todd, what is your number three, sir? Okay. Because I'm a constitutional bloviator, in the middle of the eighth season, there came an episode called Homer versus the 18th Amendment. I almost uh, put that one on my list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after a particularly drunken episode in the town, uh, they they enacted prohibition, and Homer became a bootlegger mm. <laughs> and rich. <laughs> he managed a ton of money. Yeah, so um, put it in bowling balls. Didn't he put yeah. it in bowling balls? <laughs> a hole in yes. Um, it was it was just a brilliant take on the follies of prohibition, and it. It took a very serious matter and, of course, made complete fun of it. So, you know, has a little soft spot in the hot, the heart for me. So, very good. Courtney? Boy Scouts in the Hood. <laughs> it's where, it's where, it's the episode where Milhouse and Bart go on a squishy bender. Oh, okay. Because oh. they have a poo, make him, make them a a squishy that's just totally syrup. So they go on a squishy bender through the town and they wake up and end up realizing that they've joined the Boy Scouts <laughs> with Rod and Todd. Oh, shit. And, and Ned's, the, Ned's the scout leader. Just the squishy bender montage is yeah. part of that. Right. Well, we've all been there as kids. I mean, hey. Because <laughs> okay, so- they paint the town Broadway style. <laughs> Only Millhouse can get away with saying that. <laughs> so <Me>. bad. Everything's <laughs> coming up, Millhouse. Oh, number so th- good. My number three is an existential one, and that is Bart sells his soul. Watching the torment of a kid that would believe he was soulless because he believes he is bad and evil, and when he gives his soul away, oh my gosh! And Lisa what? buys it back for him. That oh. close in my list, dude. Yeah, it's such a great episode. It's just one of those that just, I mean, that's a pretty deep subject. And, you know, you want to talk oh, yeah. psychology of Bart? You don't talk that without that episode. That well, is and it's also, it's also such a great, great image of, of how much Bart and Lisa actually love each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because covered, Lisa buys his soul back for him. It covered a lot of parables from the King James Bible. Mm-hmm. 
And how evil is Millhouse? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Complete. Oh. We knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. I hate that little wiener. <laughs> he's I think he's no, I don't think he's anybody's favorite person on the show. I hate that little wiener. <laughs> he popped out the line, I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's, and everybody went, Ew! I was like, what? And right there, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tyler, what's your number two, sir? All right. Um, you know, a lot of these episodes come from when I was much younger. It, it was it's the ones that stick out in my memory. You know, I lo- I love a lot of episodes, so um, this one's one fish, two fish, blowfish, bluefish. Bluefish. <laughs> when he ate the 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 blowfish, and he was thought he had twenty four hours to live. Yeah, I that the way they wrote that episode as like you know a, a young middle school kid. I really thought this was this was it. We're watching like Homer might die. Like I'm on the edge of my seat. You know, I'm thinking my my show's gonna end. The show that my mom doesn't want me to watch and I love so much. <laughs> and, and I just I just thought it was done really well. And then when she comes out and checks his saliva, and it's woo, you know, it just it was it was fantastic. Yeah, the, way the Bible just... read by Jackie or read oh. by Larry King, Bible yeah. on tape. Mm-hmm. The way they could take such <laughs> deep subjects. And just make them funny and lighthearted enough that a kid can understand and learn from them. And it was never trying right. to teach anybody a lesson, but it did. <sighs> Todd, I, I I need to go give Simpsons another like watch all the way through. <laughs> this be quick and easy. My number two is flaming most. Yeah, we just which was discussed. Uh-huh. I don't give that one. Yes. How <laughs> move most sucks. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> just ugh. He deserves you know the crap life he has. Mo deserved every phone call from Bart. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every heartbreak he's had and all the urinal cakes. <laughs> I'm just saying. All of it. Courtney. I'm what? looking for Amanda Kiss. Anybody <laughs> seen Amanda Kiss? Amanda Huggy Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> they always have the same bad laugh in the back. <laughs> if I get a hold of you, I'm going to rip your spine out through your throat. That was my first customized ringtone, by the way. Nice. Like nice. You're on my Nokia phone, when you could just the you could get it. Oh, okay. Actually, you could <laughs> download Mo saying that. Listen here, right. you little. <laughs> uh, Courtney, what is your number two? Um, I don't remember what the episode is, and I wasn't really part of the episode, but I like the Bartman. Mm. Because it was in that time period where where all the sitcoms were doing weird musical numbers, you know, like yeah. do the Urkel and do the Bartman. So yeah, I like the Bartman. The, I I'm I'm ashamed to admit it, but there was a girl that liked me, I guess, because that's what you did, and you give give people mixtapes back in that day, mm-hmm. and somebody put Bartman, and she put Bartman on the mixtape, so. It's a weird memory for well, me. That, <laughs> okay. Did that episode come out around Bartmania? I uh, think so. Was it was going thing. crazy then. It was okay. on yeah. MTV it was like a big literally deal. every hour. Yeah. That's who you know you got to hit. Bartmania. Yeah. One character. Remember they all sing a- the Bartman song? <laughs> okay. My number two is The Simpsons throwing the finger at any continuity issues. Um, they're saying there is no such thing as canon, and that is the principal and the pauper, mm. which you find out Skinner is not really Skinner, yeah, and they yeah. go through that whole storyline, and at the end of it, they go, we don't like this guy. Get on a train. Go away. We're yeah. n- the mayor says, we will never talk about this again under purge, under penalty of death. <laughs> like Okay. <laughs> Little known fact, that is actually based on a French story called Martin Guerre, where the so Martin Guerre goes off to war. The guy Armand, Armand Tanzarian, comes back to the village and takes his place after the war is over. Hmm. It's it's another one of those things where they the the it's another one of those those highbrow moments that work on so many different levels where it's funny here, but it's like, if you know, like this is based on Les Mis and this is based on Martin Care, it makes it even funnier. Wasn't that? To me. (laughs) Say that again, Todd. Wasn't that a Jim Carrey movie about the guy who crashes and comes back into town and they all think he's the kid that went off to war? 
remember that one. I don't know. I've seen it. I've seen that in a probably. Few I mean, iterations. yeah. The, the the French story of Martin Guerre is is you know it's it's like Les Mis or Cyrano de Bergerac, which is another one that the Simpsons Simpsons played on. They he like they like to take these stories from literature yeah. and just spin them with the Simpsons. I and love it, it. And it gave us one of the single greatest lines to come out of the Simpsons. As he's as Armand Tanzarian is riding off on his motorcycle, says, Screw you, children. I mean, just the, oh, the yeah. delivery. <laughs> oh my, I can't, I cannot not laugh when I watch that. It's just such a great line. It's delivered so well. And let's go with our number ones, Tyler. My number one is going to be number one Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Such an important episode. Absolutely. Every one of my friends talked about that in computer class the day after that aired. That's a lot of where, you know, some of that, like I said, you see, you see that soft side of Homer. You know, he's got that soft spot for his family, obviously dad, but you know, he's just a big glue with a big heart. He comes home after doing something really stupid. And like I say, he just keeps chugging along and he he fixes it by, hey, look what I got, you know. It's just the whole the whole thing and being the staple episode kick it all off it's just it's such a significant episode at yeah. least in my pop culture experience so mm-hmm. very good todd what's your number one the third episode ever of the simpsons it was called homer's odyssey mm-hmm. um it's when he became a uh, a a crusader for safety <laughs> and it didn't take him very long before the entire town hated him for it. Um, Dub, you and I have been in the security field for quite some time. Day. We know <laughs> have seen and have seen up close what happens when people are given this much authority. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. 95% of people given that much authority will abuse it that much. So... Uh, it kind of hit home for me. Very nice. And of course, Homer's Odyssey alludes to the the Odyssey. Homer, the, yeah. uh, by Homer, Written by Homer. This <laughs> is oh. pretty brilliant, actually. Mm-hmm. Courtney, what's your number one? A streetcar named Marge, which, which is where that? they do the the musical version of a streetcar named Desire. Mm-hmm. And Homer broke down. Yeah. And uh, Marge, Marge plays Blanche plays Dubois. Blanche Dubois, yeah. and Ned is is Stanley. Stella, Stella, I'm your fellow. <laughs> and then, like, and and John Lovitz Take doing the voice. Off. Yeah, that's the critic during the. Oh, no, no he, he's not the critic. No, he he's was the, the critic. Yeah, he's the being critic. the director. He, did, he was the critic and later on another episode. It is literally. It's funny the way that it's written and you know, Homer gets it, but it also cracks me up because I've done so much theater in my life. It's like, I know people <laughs> like the John Lovitz characters. I mean, it's, it's another one that was just on a personal level. It's extra funny because like there will never be a musical version of a streetcar named desire. And, and like years later, I, I did costumes for a theater production of streetcar and the director and I made made Simpson jokes <laughs> the entire time <laughs> because it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things that just stays in relevancy and it was yeah. just hilarious. Mm-hmm. But Todd's right. I mean, the night, the thing is, is Homer under finally understands why Marge is so sad and why she yeah. can play. The, and I mean, it's just, he's moved. I mean, it was, it's such a great episode. Nice. I love that one. <laughs> so my number one is, Number one for a very strange reason, and it is because of like four seconds, and it breaks my heart every time I watch it. And I love Lisa, you know, the I choo choo choose you. Oh, no good deed goes unpunished. Um, but that the scene where Bart's rewinding and and you can pinpoint the exact, pinpoint time, the exact his time his heart <laughs> breaks, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> But I will not not watch that episode if it's on because it is mm-hmm. just wow. I found my Wookiee. And you feel I mean you feel bad for 
for Ralph, but you feel bad for Lisa because that is a tough spot for a little girl to be put into. And, you know, it's, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, massage the male ego, blah, blah, blah. And this little girl has to do it. She's not prepared for that. You know, and it was, it's, it, it says Who's a lot. Prepared for that. Nobody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm in my mid fifties. I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> okay. So that is an episode. I want to say one thing. The Simpsons is not allowed to end until they do a crossover with the Simpsons and all other Simpsons related properties. That includes Futurama. That includes, um, oh, there was that, uh, there was another one. You know, I'm ha. What there was another one that came off the Simpsons. What was it? Futurama. I don't know. I don't you know. know. What? I thought there was another one, but you know what? Give give me one with with the Simpsons and Futurama in a full scale episode. Then you can end it. I, I'd like to try try to get his head around uh, Bart. Yeah. Yeah. I think they would communicate yeah. well. I like. <laughs> I would like to see Bender talk to to Grandpa. Ben, ben, Bender and Abe. Just yes, this needs to happen. Bender and Barney. You know, you know oh. one thing I want to point out because Fire my away. wife does it all the time. I mean, they have put out so much material at this point. There is not a situation you can't reference The Simpsons into somehow. If the, you're the, savvy enough, South Park made an ep- made an episode about Lord. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. my wife we can't talk about anything. Simpsons like, did oh, it first. An episode about that, or we'll quote something from. Really? Yeah. Well, as I say, going back to the beginning, this is such an important part of our culture. And it just seeped in like yeah. a fungus, like a mold yeah. just grows there and well, sticks. Mm-hmm. Family Guy addresses the fact that nobody ever ages in, in both of them because yeah. Stewie says, I'm one, and Brian goes, Still? Yeah. And Stewie's like, What? <laughs> He's in the Simpsons, little, uh, Santa's little helper doesn't speak. <laughs> Now, well, South Park, they at least let him go up a grade once. I don't know. <laughs> with, with that being said, check out the website, www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use Conway Paid Extra for it. Yes, we did this week. Yes, we did. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, go to Comic-Con. We'll be on the floor going all over the, the amazing Comic-Con, June. Las Vegas, amazing Las Vegas. Comic-Con. Yeah, I believe uh, June 17th, 18th, 19th, somewhere in there that weekend. Uh, we'll be all over the place. Come talk to us, get interviewed or whatever, or just, or just hang out with us, get some stickers and stuff. Uh, go talk to us on our Facebook, our Twitter. And we are back, baby. I miss these conversations. They're the highlights. They're one of the highlights yeah. of my life. I'm Dub. I'm here with Courtney. We're here with Tyler. We're here with Todd. Keep on geeking on, guys. We will see you next time. Peace. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.